Hey guys, at the top of the episode, we just wanted to give you a heads up that we are changing up the format a little bit. Starting with this episode, we are going to be releasing on a bi-weekly basis, so every other week. We appreciate you sticking with us, and as always, if you have any questions, feel free to shoot us an email at renovationmaderight at gmail.com and follow us on our social media accounts at renovationmaderight. And don't forget to leave us a review if you enjoy the show. Thanks, guys. I'm David Bryan. And I'm Brenda Bryan. This is Renovation Made Right. If you're considering a remodeling project now or sometime in the future, Renovation Made Right is your single source to help guide you through getting the project you want and an experience that you'll enjoy. Renovation Made Right tackles topics that range from how to select the right project and contractor to tips on surviving the remodeling process to best practices for kitchen and bath design. We have over 30 years of experience in the industry and are owners of the well-established design-build remodeling company Black Dog Builders in Salem and Nashua, New Hampshire. We're sitting down with industry professionals to tap into their experiences and insights so we can equip you with the tools you need to make your own project a success. Welcome back to Renovation Made Right. We are here with another fun episode, and I am Brenda Bryan. And I am David Bryan, and this is our first episode of our second year. Oh, my God. Right? The last episode we just recorded was the anniversary show. Yes. Well, I guess that's be the first one. This is the second episode of our first year. Are we going to keep, like, every show after now this? I, now gonna, that I know, what, now say, that I like, know what's happening. This is the second episode of our second year. I is think this? so. Now that I know this happened, I'm kind of excited about that. I didn't even know. Oh, that's amazing. So it's a thing, right? Yeah. Right. And, and I'd love to say this year went quickly, but it doesn't feel that way. So I'm not I sure. Think that for most either. people, it's been a well, challenging. Well, you're just year. hopelessly happy and annoying. <laughs> you say it like it's a bad thing. I no. Well, so. <laughs> all right, come on, talk so about this next thing here. Okay, so, so what are we doing today? What we are doing today is a friend of mine who lives in Maine um, is planning on doing some renovation to her home, and she asked me to. She said, "Would you mind looking at a?" a that I got on doing the work and I said I will give it to Dave because he's a, a knowledgeable person but I did say I would come up and design her kitchen but um, she's and so we're going to talk a little bit about in this uh, bid we had a conversation with her but um, yeah so what, I, what things are of concern to us and what things she should be thinking about it was actually really interesting because I you know I, it's not like I get to look at other companies bids frequently right right um, and uh, and this is uh, it was and it was interesting because, you know, I spent some time I reviewed I looked at then we gave her a call and we just had a conversation about tell me about what you've been thinking about or, or like how you got to this point. And so she had considered other contractors and even talked to some other contractors. She had she had discounted some contractors who were sort of the more expensive contractors, the high price contractors in the marketplace. Right. And then, you know, I think she maybe kicked out some on the low end, the unreliable side. And she gravitated toward a contractor that. Um, some of her friends have used successfully, and she and she sees around town, uh, and she knows this person through other connections, and uh, and so there's some credibility and some comfort there, right? right? And that's obviously a super big part of it, right? Yeah. Um, Trust and, is key. Right. It, it, you know, to the point where there was enough confidence there that you know, sort of reference checking wasn't necessary because she's already, the guy already came on reference or right. on a referral. Pardon me. Um, but then there's some other pieces to consider. However, one of the things that struck me, I mean, really struck me, and this is a you know professional company, I think small, but professional company, um, was how incredibly vague the proposal was. And I, we've got the proposal here. Um, and 
and how much the average consumer. So this this woman, th- this friend of yours, that we'll call Mary, um, is because that's, uh, that's her name. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's her name. Um, we, uh, you know, she's very bright. She's super bright, right? Uh, she's uh, she's an, an accomplished author and very smart woman. Um, and so it has this has nothing to do with are you smart enough? It has to do with are you experienced enough to know what you to know what, what to look for, for right? right? And it made me realize that wow, in as I was looking through in the, this pro, this situation was broken down into two proposals. One which is just renovating the front porch, and uh, the other which was working on a kitchen renovation, right? And if you don't know what you're looking at, you don't know what kind of questions to ask. And so it's it's. And if you look at a sort of a spreadsheet-driven proposal that looks fairly official and has a lot of information on it, it makes you feel like, oh, huh. this probably has everything probably I need. Works, right? right? This is all probably pretty good. And based on the on the qualifications that this contractor came to her with, I believe that the contractor is presenting in both cases, both the porch and the kitchen, a legitimate, well thought out proposal. Mm-hmm. However, what I am also supremely confident in is that. In both cases, there is meaningful likelihood that there will be differences in the final price. Yes. Right? The price that you start at and the price you finish at will probably not be the same price. Right. Not because he's trying to to deceive you. but Not at all. Uh, mo- most of the issues here are that there's noth- There's very little in terms of specification. So say, say on this porch work, it says decking. It just says decking. It doesn't say what the materials are. Is it PT? Well, in is fairness, it? it does say AZEC decking in here. Ah, so that, okay. so there are a few things that are clear about that. But as an example, I know AZEC decking varies in price mm-hmm. depending on what AZEC decking you select, right? But it's not it's not called out. And so that's so it's a lesser issue on the porch proposal. The porch is not as big of a deal. Um, and, and in fact, I, you know, the reality is, I think in this particular case, this contractor is undercharging. My guess, and that's a very, very common problem in our industry. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think as we've, we've talked about in other episodes, um, it's probably the single biggest thing that drives companies out of business. And it's the situation where then, unfortunately, consumers get, get mistreated because contractors work their butts off to only find themselves making no money or making less than no money and right. actually losing money. Losing money, right? right. And, and, you know, based on what I am seeing here and based on the low, the low numbers, our friend would be benefiting financially from working with this contractor, but the contractor's probably not benefiting from doing the work. Right. right? It, it, you know, that's a terrible <laughs> At thing. At least not long term. Right. But the other thing that's in this one particular instance, um, on this one porch, there's an item in here um, for uh, for an allowance. It's $1,000 for an allowance, right? As we've, we've talked about allowances in the past, and I feel like allowances, the thing I like to say is that they're the lazy man's way to estimate, mm-hmm. right? And the reason that... It, so... The danger of the allowance is that um, you don't really know what the contractor means when it says allowance, right? Like, is that just the material side of it, which in this case it is? Well, let's, let's first of all let's sure. just back up for a second and define what is an allowance. I'm sorry, you're absolutely right. So, an allowance is um, a, a financial placeholder in a in a in a construction contract. If you read your contract and the contractor said, "I'm going to I'm going to give you a thousand dollar allowance for." all the material we use to buy the railings, right? You really have no idea whether $1,000 is adequate. Right. And what does $1,000 get you uh, pressure-treated material? Does it get you kiln-dried material? Does it get you synthetic material? And does it get you enough material? Right. right? So let's, the, the, the $1,000, let's say the least expensive material uh, you chose, let's say you chose that, do you know for certain that it's going to meet a $1,000 allowance? Right. 
you don't. Right. Right. And so consequently. So that allowance could easily go up to $2,000 and you get charged the difference. So correct. you think you're going in with a full, with a complete price. And then you find out not so much on the quantity, but if the quality is the bigger issue, right? Uh, like well, they may, they, maybe. they may be assuming, okay, I know there's so many feet of this, of this railing that needs to go in. And at the lowest quality point, it's going to be this much money. That's the allowance that I'm going to give you. So I know I can provide you with a railing. Right. You may hate the railing that 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 allowance will buy and, you. And the railing you want might be 2x right. that, right? Right. Or and so that's so that's right. true, but the other so you're right in in a, in a perfect world you would say that the allowance would at least cover the most basic solution, right? right. But as soon as a contractor puts an allowance in the contract, they there's some of the pressures off them. Mm-hmm. Right? Even if it does cost more for the low end stuff, should it's they no really? Longer their problem. It's not right. really right, and so I look at allowances as shifting of liability or shifting of risk. That's a better word. Shifting of risk from the contractor to the consumer, mm-hmm. right? And 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 so Mary would never have had any idea to stop and ask this contractor, "Tell me what I'm getting for the allowance, and um, tell me based on your experience, what do I really want?" Mm-hmm. Right? So she's just you know doesn't have the 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 background to say. What's the best product to go on my home based on the age and style of my home and based on mm-hmm. what I, from a maintenance perspective, right? Um, or based on maybe even something like historical compliance, right? So you don't you don't really know. So bottom line is what I don't like to see are allowances. And and the the more of that you see, the more opportunity there is for misunderstanding and the more opportunity there is for um, the consumer to have to absorb. Um, and, and rarely is it a credit. Right? Oh, God, that, no. So let's be clear about that, too. Right. Rarely do you get an allowance, and when you go out to shop, do you spend less? Right. You it's almost much, always spend less. It's much more right. likely you're going to f- see something you fall in love with and have to come up with more money. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So so that's the, the porch thing. That was not that big of a deal. However, when we go into a kitchen, right, so, so the porch project was just a repair, effect, effectively, kind of a repair and restoration of the porch. So my porch is falling down. It's not working well. Fix it up. Fine. Easy enough. However, now we kick into a kitchen project, right? And and you could speak to the fact that kitchen projects have a ridiculous amount of variables. Oh my gosh, there's so much. I mean, there's there's cabinets, there's countertops, there's knobs, there's accessories, there's flooring, there's lighting, there's there's appliances. You know, it's it's the whole shoot and match. And, and every single one of those things you just rattled off is a decision point. And, and a deci- oh, it's multiple decision points. Mul- fair enough. And it, and each one of those decision points has a price associated with it. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And so when you think about the the kitchen project, and again, I think especially you move past doing a basic repair project and you move into doing a more complex project, I think this particular case, we have another quote for a kitchen renovation. looks just like the porch quote. Same format, mm-hmm. same basic idea. Mm-hmm. However... The one thing that has n- there's no there's nothing in in this quote that talks about it. There is zero design. Right. There is zero. Right. Uh, it's not even saying we're going to build you this kitchen. It's just a kitchen. So really, right. this is very preliminary. Well, it, so it, it is super preliminary. And the problem with that is, if you are the consumer and you say, okay, based on these numbers, I'm going to go. I'm going to assume I'm going to spend, let's say, fifty five thousand dollars. You have really, based on a preliminary spec, you really have no clue at all whether that's where you're going to get to the finish line at, right? right? And frankly, your contractor doesn't either because you're not singing from the same sheet of music, right? Right. And and so I think the overarching thing is if, if you are considering a remodeling project and you're then going to collect pricing on the remodeling project, you have to, and we've talked about this before, you have to have some 
common ground, and that's going to be the design. The design. Right? And I don't mean... And it needs to be <coughs> fairly spelled out. Right. And exactly. And I, I don't mean pictures that you pull off of the internet. And say, I kind of kinda want it to look like this. Right. No, no, right. no. That's no, a that's a deal killer. Your space, exactly how many inches of cabinetry, exactly how many inches of countertop, exactly how many lights are going in, exactly what knobs are going in, the whole the whole shoot and match. Right. So let's as we look a little deeper into this proposal, you know, we have some things in here which I kind of agree with and I, it makes sense to me. And some of them I don't take any exception to. Like so, you know, the, the demolition required for the project, that's pretty straightforward and mm -hmm. is not going to change much based on the design. And it, probably the framing is not going to change much based on the design. That's also pretty straightforward. However, when you get to electrical, in this particular case, the contractor provided $500 for an allowance for fixtures and $2,000 for the work, right? Now, just in that one particular item, there's vagueness, mm -hmm. right? So in the $500, does that also include your recessed light fixtures, right. which are not surface mount or decorative, right? right. Um, if so, how many does it include? Does it include wiring for all of that stuff? My five hundred. So I, we have clients who could spend five hundred dollars on one fixture, no problem at all. You could spend five hundred dollars <coughs> on part of one fixture. Sure. No right. Problem. Exactly. So, so what's the expectation there? And 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 once again, if you're not, if you don't know enough to ask this question, and you just assume, okay, the guy's a professional contractor doing kitchens all the time. I'm assuming that number works. Well, that's not fair because that what number works for the person next door does not necessarily work for you. Right. Right. And little questions like, okay, did you assume in doing this and did you did you take the the time and care to look at my, my electrical panel and realize that it's out of date and that I need, need. new breakers, I need yeah. new circuits, I need new, you know, um, arc fault breakers to make sure I'm meeting code today. And I need one for every major appliance, by the way, mm -hmm. right? So if, if that didn't happen, this $2,000 labor number could easily become three or $4,000 uh, before by your electrician before it goes on, right? So that once again, circling back, if the plan without a plan, both the layout of the kitchen and in a perfect world, even just a little rough electric plan, mm -hmm. you go a long way, right? Right. So <clears throat> moving on to this in this concept in this in this proposal, same questions exist, right? So there's some fixtures for plumbing. We don't really know what the thought was in terms of what you're going to get for that. Um, but plumbing is a little bit less of an exposure because the plumbing work is going to probably be pretty consistent. You're going to take, you know, the, 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 the sink is under the window. It's probably going to be under the window when we're done. And, and so there's not a lot of moving there and so forth, and that's fine. But you move into things like flooring or you move into things like windows, um, and we have flooring that's not called out or specified exactly what it's going to be. And there's a number in here, but you have no idea whether it's really what you want. Right. And, and so... And I think probably like in this particular case, the biggest black box you talked about is uh, is windows. I'm sorry, is cabinetry, right? So cabinetry has $17,000 in this particular quote um, with absolutely zero detail. Right. Now. No design. It, we have no idea what that $17,000 is going to buy. Right. And not only that. So let's, let's say we did have a design. You know and I know that for that very same design, we can we could purchase and sell or you could sell cabinets to a client that would cost seven thousand bucks for that mm -hmm. kitchen right and we could sell cabinets to that client for the exact same kitchen that would cost forty thousand dollars right right and it's really just the quality of the boxes and the, f the finish and how customized it is and all that etc 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 so going basically from a stock cabinet up to a, a custom yeah but but that's a big big deal it's yeah. the exact same number of cabinets mm -hmm. might be the exact same drawers might even be but the difference between your aesthetic choices, your construction choices, all that stuff. And so 
I don't have any confidence at all when I see $17,000 that that gets that that gets Mary to the finish line in a way that would make her happy. Right. right? And so then you say, okay, great, this sounds good. Let's begin. Well, then you're now, you, what you thought was $55,000 to do a project is actually radically more than that mm-hmm. because you haven't gotten to the point where you've got all clarity on what's going on, right? right. Um, and uh, and the same thing ripples throughout. There's, you know, a, an allowance for appliances and so forth, right? So, um, you know, in this particular case, the allowance is 4500 bucks. They have, and that's for most of the main appliances, right? 4500 bucks is skinny, yeah, right? Um, and... If you don't know that and you haven't gone appliance shopping, then you're going to find yourself unhappy, right? right? So, again, I think that the takeaway that we want to try to share is, you know, it's very difficult for consumers to try to be educated enough about how to make sure they're getting what they want. And it's especially true. And and by the way, I don't fault this contractor at all, Mm -hmm. right? Because what every contractor deals with is the same thing that we deal with, which is, and we've, we've talked about this in early, early shows, um, is that the contractor shows up at the client's home and the client takes us from the front door straight to wherever the work is mm-hmm. and then begins sort of waving their hands around and saying, these are the things that I want, right? right? And they expect the contractor to go back to their office and generate a price for the things that they want. Right. That's exactly how it works every single time. And it's a breakdown of communication, right. essentially. Right. And and if you walk your if you you know if you're the homeowner and you walk three different contractors through the same project, you're not going to say it the exact same way three no. different times, right? No, in gonna, fact, here's what you're going to do. You're going to meet with the first person and they're going to give you some suggestions. You're going to go, "Oh, that's a great idea." And then you're going to meet with this and say, "You know what? I'd really like to do this." And they're going to give you some new ideas and you're going to tell those new ideas to the third person. So the actual the three people that you get are going to have very different ideas of what you want from the beginning to the end. That's exactly right. And and so, again, um, it's not the contractor's fault. The contractor's trying to be accommodating. The contractor's trying to get work. And and you ask them to provide a service, which is give me an estimate to do my kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, and most contractors don't know to say, okay, you know what? I really can't do that. And I would be doing you a disservice if I did. Right. So let me tell you how we should go about this, right? And not, not every company by any means is a design-build company. However... If they're not a design-build company, maybe they have a partner that they can refer you to mm-hmm. to help you with, right? And and you begin there, and you begin, you know, with figuring out what's going to go into the project before you ask someone to price the project, right. right? And that's the biggest problem is you're asking contractors to come to your house to price a project that you really have not given adequate thought for is unfair to you and unfair to the contractor and unproductive. Yeah, and, it's a complete waste of time. Yeah, and it results in clients being f- upset because they went to contract with somebody and then found out they paid 30% more when they were done. Right. That's not that contract. It, and it, that was probably not an evil contractor trying to screw the customer. Right. That was a. It that was, was just making assumptions. Right. And they weren't on everybody's side. Right. right. And no contractor wants to come to you with a price putting in the highest end of everything. Correct. Because they don't want to give you a price that's so scary to you that you won't buy. Correct. So they're right. going to pu- they're going to make assumptions if they're going to give you those allowances and give you assumptions at the low end of that scale, not at the high end. Right. Like like in this particular case, the contractor allowed for five hundred dollars for a window, and I talked to Mary and said. So, Mary, do you have a sense of what you're thinking about for the windows? She's like, well, yeah, really. Um, I've talked to somebody else for the windows, and the kind of windows I want are probably 800 to $1,000. So, that, in that particular case, she knew, mm-hmm. right? But all the other things, she would never know, right? Because she's not a professional in the, in the industry, and she doesn't know what she doesn't know, right. just like all of us, right? So, right. there. So long story short, there's a bunch of good takeaways, I think, in – uh, as I was reviewing that, and hopefully for you, the listeners, to think about um, that uh, that might make your your uh, pricing process a little better. 
Um, start with design, start with specifics, get good information. And if you get good information, you give that to your uh, contractor, you can expect better information back. Absolutely. Fair enough? Yes. All right. And I'm so glad. You know, you're carrying the weight, mostly, like the last two shows, and I'm very happy about that. <laughs> I, just, I get to just interject every once in a while and say, yes, no, thank you, sir. No, the next one's all on you. I'm taking a nap. No. <laughs> So, you have been listening to uh, Renovation Made Right, and we greatly appreciate you being here. I am David Bryan. And I am Brenda Bryan. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes on our website, renovationmaderight.com, and follow us on social media at Renovation Made Right. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you like the show, leave us a review.